Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Wes Rucker, who of course covers all things for the Tennessee Volunteers at GoVols247.com. Wes, appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? No problem, fellas. I'm doing great. It's uh, about 80 degrees here, so uh, I'm loving life today. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful here as well, man. We're going to take advantage as long as possible. And uh, I know that it was just a few weeks ago, not even a few, like a couple weeks ago, uh, these two teams faced off, and Arkansas got the best of Tennessee in Fayetteville. We'll talk about the game in just a second, but I wanted to ask you first off, just Tennessee this year, I feel like, does not get talked about enough. I feel like when it comes to the SEC and some of the better teams there, they don't get as much praise as possibly Auburn or Kentucky or even Arkansas. But I look at Tennessee, and even though they've lost seven games, they really don't have, like, a bad loss on their schedule. They've taken care of business. They've beaten Kentucky. They've beaten Auburn. I just feel like this team doesn't get talked about enough because they are really good. They are good. And I'll tell you, I think there's a possibility. I mean, we like to think that every season is its own thing. Um, but I, I think that last season when Tennessee, you know, was, was ranked there in the top five and, you know, there was so much excitement about that freshman backcourt and, and then Tennessee kind of faded toward the end of the season and Fulkerson got hurt. And I think maybe that sort of dampened national expectations for Tennessee going into the season. I don't know that that is the case. I just kind of suspect it. But, yeah, I mean, this team has been had another great recruiting class. It's 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 been um, not great, but it's been pretty darn good. You know, it, it's, you know, been unbeatable at home, frankly, and then won a couple of big road games. And, you know, despite missing Olivia come off of the season, having a couple guys get COVID, I mean, they, just like Arkansas, have a puncher's chance of, of getting that top seed in the SEC tournament. So you, you can't really say that's a bad year. So what is it that you see Tennessee can improve to have a different result against Arkansas this time? Well, I mean, I, there's no question that, that playing in Thompson Bowling Arena is a huge plus for Tennessee. I mean, I don't I don't think a lot of people around college basketball know just how big and just how loud that arena is. Uh, it is a handful for opponents. It's, you know, about 22,000 people right there up on top of you yelling, screaming. It, it's it's a tough place, and if you want to beat Tennessee there, you got to be either a lot better than Tennessee or, or you've got to be – um, you got to have a good day and hope they don't have a good day, you know, because Arizona, Kentucky, Auburn, all those teams have gone to Tennessee and lost this year. I, I think what Tennessee's got to avoid is it's those long, those prolonged stretches where they don't score offensively. They almost always, except for the loss at Kentucky and Rupp this year, they've been one of the best defensive teams in the country all season. And, and that keeps them in games, um, but they have to stop those stretches where three, four, five, six minutes they don't score. They can't put a couple of those together and expect to beat a team like Arkansas in any uh, arena, to be frank. And, and also, they, they've got to be careful getting into the lane. Jalen Williams is one of the best I've ever seen at drawing charges. And, you know, Tennessee plays that inside-out offense, likes to get to the rim, and he's a problem there. So they're going to have to make an adjustment. Yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, going on the road and having the success and all those things too. But to add another element is it's senior night. Uh, for, of course, at this point in time in the year, Gonna have a lot of teams. What is? Do you think that that's gonna have like any extra added impact at all? I know that the Tennessee has a couple of seniors there, Fulkerson being one of them. But uh, is that another element of juice for Tennessee too on Senior Night to really bring it? I think it will, and I think that's one that's one way to get 
people that, you know, really revved up for a noon game. You know, that's kind of almost kegs and eggs time. I mean, it, it doesn't give a lot of the people uh, around town enough time to get, you know, prepared for the game, if you know what I mean. But I, I think that, uh, that, that John Fulkerson being his final game at Thompson Bowling, that will be emotional for everybody. And, and I know Fulkerson, he's gotten COVID each of the past two years, and really he's just not physically what he was before all that. I mean, he, he put up, what, like 24 and 14 or something on, on Arizona and then gets COVID the next day, and he just hasn't really been the same since. Um, but I think that, that there, he will have some juice for that game. I think Tennessee will have some juice for that game. Uh, there will be some plenty of emotion in there. They're doing the checkerboard thing in the stands again, uh, which is always kind of looks cool on TV too. So it, I mean, it, it'll it could be especially for a noon game of I would say a pretty wild atmosphere. But you know, I mean, Tennessee's got to go out there and create energy too. These teams, Arkansas, Tennessee, they're kind of mirror images when you think about how good they are defensively. But what other concerns do you have with this Arkansas team? Well, I mean, I think the way Notay's playing really really gets your attention in a hurry. I mean, I, I think, to be honest, I, I think the way I would break it down is this. I think Oscar Chibway uh, should be the SEC player of the year, probably. I think that, um, you know, the freshman down there at, uh, at Auburn is going to be the best NBA player in the league right now. Um, but I think JT, JT Note is the most important player to his team, maybe in all of college basketball. He is what he has to do. Uh, what he has to do offensively, handling the ball, scoring, all that stuff, and the way he handles all of that, that's that's impressive. And when you do that against a team like Tennessee, which I think overall probably has the best backcourt in the league uh, with four guards who can really just give you problems. I mean, you're talking about Ziegler and obviously Chandler and Vescovy and James. I mean, you got to chase those guys around for 40 minutes. They're not going to let you take possessions off defensively. So they're going to come after you there too. But the way he plays the game right now, uh, he, he's in a he's in a zone right now. He's doing a lot of good things. I, I think if you're Tennessee, you have to be careful with that. Um, and and again, I know this is the second time I've said this, but they got to be careful with Jalen Williams uh, because those freshman guards they like to go attack the rim and they can't get in foul trouble. Vescovy's got to avoid it too. Those guys have got to stay on the floor. And 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 Note and Williams they they give you problems. We're speaking with Wes Rucker of Go Vols 247 here on Out of Bounds. And, and Wes, the last time that these two teams played, too, low-scoring game, 58-48. Arkansas did get a 10-point victory, even though it didn't feel like it was uh, that wide of a margin. But one thing that also really stood out about Tennessee, at least in that game, was 27% from the field and also 16% from three-point land. Arkansas has done a really good job defensively at times, but three-point shots have usually been uh, pretty successful a lot of times for Arkansas uh, as far as uh, the other team hitting their threes. Is Tennessee a pretty poor three-point shooting team overall, or is that was that just a really bad game out of them? That was a really bad game. I mean, you know, and, and I'll say that Tennessee is really weird. Like, they'll go hit 18, 19 threes in a game, and then they'll go like four for 30. You never really know, but they're going to they're gonna put them up. They're going to shoot them, uh, more so than any team that Barnes has had at Tennessee. This team will do that, but there, there's a way that they do it. And the way that they do it is they try to attack early. They try to get to the rim. They try to draw defenders in. And then a lot of times they'll kick out and kick around for those threes. They also attack threes off the offensive glass. I mean, they're coached to do that like robots. If you watch Tennessee, the offensive rebound gets kicked out immediately. Unless you've got a wide-open dunk, you're kicking it back out to an open three. However, when they played Arkansas, uh, again, they got in foul trouble. Uh, they picked up a lot of offensive fouls. 
that that became a problem for them because you get to the rim to set up inside out because uh, this team doesn't have like a really it's got a bunch of really big guys like you know three like three guys who are seven feet basically Fulkerson also they they don't but they don't have that great offensive just dynamic big man offensively so they have to kind of beat you by numbers there and, and they get a lot of their rim scoring by getting to the rim with the guards and they they just never got in sync in that Arkansas game it seemed like all those guards were in foul trouble they couldn't kick the ball back out. It, it just, they never got in the flow. And, and Arkansas deserves a lot of credit for that. Like, Arkansas wasn't wearing stripes that day. Arkansas wasn't the one making those calls. They were playing defense, and, and the rest said they were playing legal defense. But it really, really threw Tennessee off rhythm. And you have to give Arkansas credit for that. I don't know if that's going to happen again in Knoxville, um, but I guarantee you that's going to be part of the plan because that's the best way to try to beat Tennessee. Tennessee is a, a good team, really balanced, and I think you may have addressed some of the weaknesses there, but what would you say are some of the biggest strengths of this Tennessee team? The backcourt, for sure. I mean, those guys are – they're really good. You know, Kennedy Chandler's going to play in the NBA for a long time, and Zakai Ziegler is going to, you know, piss off the entire SEC for the next three years at Tennessee. Uh, he, the kid's only about five foot eight, um, but he is a menace. I mean, I think, the, I think Chandler and, and uh, Ziegler – are number one and number two in the SEC in steals per game. You can't throw lazy passes around them. They'll pick them off just about every time. They they are very opportunistic, uh, and they can score in different ways. Uh, and, and they can, you know, the, the, what makes Tennessee kind of interesting is that there are guys like, you know, Victor Bailey Jr., Justin Powell. They, they've got these random guys who will not do anything, but then they'll have like a 15- or 20-point game. And, and so they've got a lot of different, ways they can beat you but the problem is when they go off they in a bad way like they go off a cliff they they just you look at texas tech you look at villanova you look at arkansas those games they they just that texas i mean the offense went bad 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 and then they'll go put up 90 the next game and you're scratching your head but they're that backcourt they give you problems uh, and you, you kind of have to give them problems in return or else they'll dictate the the tempo and the pace of the game and that's what you can't do because if, if you're if you're giving Tennessee transition buckets, uh, if you're not uh, running through screens and, and chasing Vescovy all over the court, uh, they wear you out. It's physical when you play them, and, and they give you problems. It, it's kind of like – I think Bruce Pearl said it really well last week when he said Tennessee's almost got like three or four different teams in that one team because they can go like super big across the front court. They can play four or five guards. Uh, they do a lot of different stuff with lineups that, that give you problems. So what you really have to do against Tennessee is almost kind of not worry about what they do and just do what you do best. Because if you get caught trying to counter the things they do, you're going to fall into the trap of playing the way they want you to play. You just kind of have to play your game and, and hope to outplay them. Now, Wes, I follow you on Twitter, and I saw the story that you were uh, referring to or the story that you were uh uh, help and talk about with uh, Zakai Ziegler and him and the fact that his uh, family's house burned down up in Queens and uh, there was a GoFundMe page put together and uh, over $300,000. It just seemed like such a cool story and you, I love seeing this. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. Well, you know, Ziegler is a really interesting story because he should be kind of a high school senior right now. Um, but he was a kid who had basically no offers. He showed up at the Peach Jam and Tennessee was like, who's this little guy? Why does no one want him? We want him. And they signed him and got him to come to, to come to school immediately. 
And uh, he's a kid who's had a tough background. He really has. I mean, he comes from from, from some tough places up in New York. Uh, his family kind of didn't have a permanent home for a while while he was there. Uh, he's got a, a small nephew who's got special needs. Uh, and his mom, you know, at one point kind of lost her job. And, you know, he used to hide in the bathroom of the train getting to school when he didn't have the money to pay for it. Um, but through all that, he just continued to fight and scrap and play basketball outdoors in New York, and kind of keep doing his thing. And he just, Tennessee fans love him. He's the kind of kid who, if he's on your team, you love him. If, if he's not, you hate him because of the way he plays. He's feisty. He's in your face. He doesn't back down. He's got attitude. And Tennessee fans love him. Um, but he comes to Tennessee and becomes this great story. And then his family's home uh, that they finally got one burns down in Queens. And, and so he played a really kind of a poor game at Georgia, and we didn't find out why until they told us after the game about the incident. And, you know, Tennessee fans heard about that. They tried to get a GoFundMe together. Tennessee said, no, 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 we'll hold on. We'll start one. Let's, let's keep this in one place. And the last I checked, it was this morning, it was over 350000 So I think the family might be trying to relocate to Knoxville now, which might be better for his nephew and, and better for the family. So it's one of those instances where sports becomes what we want it to be and not what it often is. Um, but it, when it brings out the best in people like this, I think it's a beautiful thing. So Tennessee has one more loss than Arkansas does. So overall they have a, a really good record. But Arkansas would have uh, a couple of losses that would be considered bad losses. Does, ten- does Tennessee have a bad loss this year? No, they don't, actually. It's a good question. There's only, I think, six or seven teams in college basketball that don't have a single loss um, to uh, quad two, quad three, or quad four opponent. Tennessee's one of those teams. Uh, every loss they've had has been to a quad one opponent. Uh, and, a lot, and most of those, frankly, have been close games. So uh, they, they, they've not had any bad losses this season, which makes you think, that you wonder how high the ceiling is for Tennessee, but the but the the, the the basement's awfully awfully high. The floor's awfully high. So you'd like to think that they would probably get through that first week into the tournament. It's just you know what's their ceiling after that? Uh, if they could play the game at the top of the bowling arena, that'd be really really good. They're hard to beat there, um, but that's not the deal. You got to go on the road. You got to go into to neutral environments, obviously. So I, I'm not I'm not really sure what this team's ceiling is, um, but I know that they're really hard to beat at home and they don't lose horrible games. So that wouldn't matter with Arkansas anyway because Arkansas is a really good team, but Tennessee's been consistent in that way. They've played defense and they beat who they're supposed to beat. It's just been some of those close losses that have been tough for them. I was actually going to ask about, uh, because it's like the top four teams in the SEC. You know, with Auburn, Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee, they're all right there. They all kind of beat each other, but also lost. Like it's, they're all very even. When it comes to postseason, when it comes to the NCAA tournament, we know it's a crapshoot, just depends on who you play. But of those four teams, who do you think is the best suited to, to make a run, possibly win the national championship or at least a Final Four? That's a, that's a good question. I mean, I, I would say still probably Auburn, um, just because Auburn has so many different ways of giving you problems. They've got the, the backcourt that are kind of fearless. They got arguably the most talented player or one of the most talented players in college basketball. Uh, and they've got a big man who erases a lot of things at the rim in, in Kessler. So they, they, they've got kind of multi, like a multi-level defense there, uh, a lot of ways to give you problems. And, and I think that's probably, um, probably what I would say. And then I would say probably Arkansas, you know, Kentucky and Arkansas are right there in that next group. 
And I would say Tennessee might be just a tick behind that. That's just my take on it. Um, I, I might be totally wrong on this. And it all comes down to matchups. Uh, but the way Arkansas is playing right now, there's some holes in that team, but you know they, they cover a lot of them really well. And, and Kentucky, if they can get healthy, uh, that, that's a pretty dangerous team too. I mean, I think all four of those teams are potential you know, Elite Eight, Final Four teams, no question. But if you put a gun to my head and say, which one do I think has the very best chance of winning a national title, I'd probably, probably say Auburn. How do you feel about Tennessee and uh, winning the SEC tournament? There's always a debate as far as uh, it probably more so in baseball than basketball, but there's always a debate about teams winning the SEC tournament and the importance of that. But how do you feel? Where, where do you weigh that as far as the importance in winning the SEC tournament? Well, I mean, it, honestly, I think if, uh, if, if Tennessee wins the SEC tournament, you should find the nearest bomb shelter to your house, go in there, <laughs> and uh, pray for your life because the world is ending. Uh, Tennessee <laughs> and the SEC tournament do not mix. I mean, I think you know, what's amazing is that Tennessee since 1990 overall um, has been, you know, one of the better teams in the SEC, got more wins than just about anybody except for maybe Kentucky, may, maybe one more. But Tennessee's never won the SEC tournament in that stretch. Tennessee won it, I think, in, in 1990, uh, and it has not won it since. And, and there have been years where Tennessee won the league. There have been years where Tennessee was the highest-ranked team. And it just does not win that tournament. I, I, I can't explain it. Um, but I've said before, I think Tennessee will get to a Final Four or win a national championship before it wins the SEC tournament. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it, it's something about that tournament. Tennessee's just never as good as it needs to be there. And, and, it, and it often has absolutely no impact on how Tennessee does in the NCAA tournament. There will be years where they go bomb in the SEC tournament and they make a run to the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight. You just never really know. Um, but uh, long story short, uh, Tennessee basketball and the SEC tournament is uh, oil and water. They just they just haven't mixed. Well, Wes, before I let you get out of here, I want to switch it up and ask you uh, a baseball question with uh, Tennessee. And how big of a shame is it that Arkansas and Tennessee don't play in the regular season this year, considering what happened last year? I feel like that should be it's one a of those. Crime. I know. It's a crime. I know. I feel like it should, should be one of those Mike. things that happen every year this time. Yes, and, and you know it's just because there was so much, just kind of random animosity there, and it has ramped up. Like I'll make posts about you know Tennessee baseball during a game, and, and I will get sometimes as many replies from Arkansas fans as Tennessee fans, <laughs> just being like, "That's not true. That's crap." Yada yada. I'm like, "No, I just watched the ball go over the fence. I'm pretty sure that that was actually a home run." Um, you know, and, and they were saying that when Ben Joyce, Tennessee's Six foot five right hand reliever who throws up to 103 or 104. When he actually hit 103.5 with the track man clocking it, and I saw the number, the, the number myself, they're like, I don't believe that. I'm like, well, okay, the computer says you're wrong. Uh, you know, it, it, there's just so much animosity there. Gosh, it would be fun if they played this year. Hopefully they play, um, you know, at some point in, in Hoover at least, although that won't be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be – because I'm still not sure. I mean, Tennessee is more talented than it was last year. There's no question about that. Factually, Tennessee is more talented than it was last year. More swing and miss stuff with pitching, more power out of the offense, and they had a big, powerful offense last year. But last year's team just kind of had a mojo about it. Yeah. And I'm not saying this team doesn't have it. You just don't know yet. Uh, so that's what's interesting because Arkansas, you know they're going to be good. 
Tennessee's pretty good again. Man, it would be fun if they played this year. But uh, the SEC gods uh, smited us on that one. We, we got smoked. We didn't get the series. Man, man, we sure did for sure. Well, Wes, appreciate it, man. Have a good one. No problem, guys. Anytime.